Hello, this is Tabernacle of Hope International Church Podcast, the undiluted, powerful Word of God. Listen to today's Word and be empowered. Stay tuned. This morning, what is on my heart to share with us is that it's time for us to honor our fathers. We thank God that in the world they've instituted a day a day has been set aside for us to honor fathers but i want to plead with us i want to, I want to plead with you today. it's not just today let's keep doing it every day it should be part of us if you look at this country now, you see that you can't just speak a phone. And just speak a phone. In paying for your meeting, maybe there's a discussion going on. The radio, TV. There are elderly people sitting there. Yes, it's true. Maybe they didn't do the right thing. It's very, very true. Some of them are not setting us a good example. It's true. Now, a phone. phone. Sometimes you see a young person on the platform with an older person. They are both sitting at the platform because of the position they have like daddy's example that he gave so they are in the same place as an older person and the way they will say it the way they will exchange words if you have been trained if you have knowledge in God's word and you see such a behavior then you are afraid and this is just a tip of the iceberg of what is going on in our nation. Anybody can talk anyhow to adults. Exchange and body language. It's true. It is true. It is true. You are right. But we who are in Christ the Bible says even though we are in this world the world is not our example so yes the people in the world this is how they are doing things but you and I we are called to be the light the light gives direction the light is up above so that everybody can look at us and now copy our example say I will be a shining example I will be a shining example we thank God for the blood of Jesus that washes us this morning if you are sitting here and you are feeling guilty I didn't come to make you guilty your heart is smiting you your heart is bringing conviction upon you through the word of God but Jesus your high priest and my high priest he is not condemning us there will be a day for that but right now 
seated in heaven on the right hand side of the Father and he's pleading for us. He's interceding for us. So if you have not been doing it right, today there's opportunity to change it, to turn it around. You can start doing it right. The blood is availing. Just admit that I've not done it right. And the blood will cover you. If you cover it yourself, you will be condemned. But if you admit your wrong, the blood will cover you. And if even another person accuses you, it will be mere words. It carries no power. It will not affect you because the blood has covered you. This morning, may the blood of Jesus cover us. Father, we confess that we have not done the right thing. We have not honored our fathers in many, many ways. That's why Jesus went to the cross. He took our wrongdoing, the bad things we do. He took that also. This morning, Jesus, we surrender it to you. The insults we've given to some of our fathers, the toe to toe that we've done with them, the negative things we've said about them, the attitude that we've given them, the dishonor that we've shown them. Oh, Father, have mercy on us. Thank you, Jesus, that you went to the cross. Thank you, Jesus, that your cross, your work on Calvary will never be in vain. We put our trust in that finished quest. Let the blood cleanse us and give us another chance. Put your hands together and say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, that's what is really on my heart. To come and encourage us that it is time for us to honor our fathers. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we turn our Bibles to 1 Timothy 6, 1? 1 Timothy 6, 1. It says, Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and his doctrine, teaching, will not be blasphemed. Let as many servants as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor, that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. I want you to pay attention to the word of to the word honor. And what the Bible is saying about Anna, it says, count them worthy. Count them worthy. I'll explain that. Then we'll look at another scripture and then I'll link the two. When we say count something, it means that the thing may not be so. But you are supposed to look at it as if it is so. Like the Bible says in Romans 6, 11 and 12, it says, count yourself as dead unto sin. As you are sitting here, you are not dead. But in order to have victory, the Bible says, 
Look at yourself as if you are dead. Because Jesus actually went to the cross and died for us. In the same way, if we look at the people we are supposed to give honor to, sometimes, because of how they have lived their lives, sometimes, because of what we think they are doing, which is not right for us, because maybe we have learned many, many things from different, different places. So we think that, no, this is not the way a father should behave. So he does not deserve my honor. This morning, I want you to understand that Jesus is not saying give honor because they deserve for the good, nice things they have done. But he's saying that we should consider that they are worthy of it. Give it to them. Look at the last part of the verse 1. He says, so that the name of God and the teaching of God's word will not be blasphemed. So that we will, people will not say, eh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They don't teach us Are you with me? Amen. So that our behavior will not hinder people from believing in the gospel message. It will not be a stumbling block to them. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're betting on any papa and cast is here. No. He says, so that the gospel message, so the name of God that is upon us, people will not despise it. Now, please turn with me to Ephesians 6 1. He said, the servants who are under the yoke, under authority, they go to Ephesians 6 1. It's a very popular, familiar scripture. I know many of us know it. Or say, children, obey your parents in the Lord. For this is right. Then verse 2, he says, Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise so that it may be well with thee and you may live long on the earth. Two things happen when we honor our fathers and our mothers. Today, I want to focus on the fathers. But everything I'm saying about the father also goes for the mother. He says, because you can't do one and leave the other if you are understanding God's word. It's the same reason that will make you to say, me, I will honor my father, but I will not honor my mother. Because my mother is some way. It's the same reason that will make you say, I will honor my mother on Mother's Day, but ask my father, me, Fino, because my father is some way. This morning is not about the some way, it's about God's way. It's about God's way. Hallelujah! Amen. So, this morning, what is God's way? He says, Anna your parents, Anna your father, Anna your mother. If we do this, there are two promises that are for us. Who doesn't want to live long? Please raise up your hand. You want to die in a few years' time. Okay. 
then this word is for you and, and I. I. Because me too, I want to live long. Hallelujah. Amen. But that's not all. He says, who wants to live a good life? He says, so that it shall be well with you. Who has never prayed, Father, let it be well with me. When you pray, don't you say, Father, prosper my work. If your work is prospering, is it not being well with you? If you are in good health, is it not being well with you? If you have peace of mind, is that not being well with you? And God is showing us the secret to it. If we don't do these things and we come for all night, Father, it shall be well with me. Let it 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 be well with me. me. Hey, fire. Fire against the witches. Fire against you. All the enemies in my father's house who are hindering my progress. Your prayer is just going around in circles over your head. It's not going anywhere. Why? Because God has told us what he wants you and I to do so that we will live long so that it shall be well with us. So if I want to live long, if I want it to be well with me, then I have to honor my parents. So my prayer rather should be anything that will hinder me from honoring my father out of my life. Can we say it after me? Anything that will hinder me from honoring my father out of my life. Anything that will prevent me from understanding and being willing to honor my father, you are an enemy to me. I cast you out of my life. I drive you out of my life. You don't want me to live long. You don't want it to be well with me. I bind the spirit behind it. I cast you out of my life. I lose myself from you. Hallelujah. Amen. That is the prayer we should The devil is a schemer. He knows this word. He can't do anything about God's word. So what he will do is to trick you and I. To trick you and I. Can't you see the way your father is behaving? He doesn't even pay your fees. He puts bitterness in your heart so that the bitterness will prevent you from being able to honor him. I remember many years ago when I gave my life to Christ. At the time, my father was not born again. He didn't understand born againism. And I used to go for aglo breakfast meetings. In those days, aglo and full gospel had come and they were teaching about the power of the Holy Spirit and my, I was so hungry for God and so I would follow my mom and we would go and he threatened me he warned me if I continue to go this aglo 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 he would disown me and to show me that he was serious when he traveled the next time in those days we didn't have shops in Ghana like today we do if you want a ready-made, unless you have traveled outside Ghana, there was nothing like ready-made. Uh, I can see that many of you don't understand what I'm saying. But the older ones, you know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Amen. So he traveled. He didn't bring me a pin so that I will know that he means business. I went so because of him. I went and took the loan, students' loan, when I got uh, access to the university. I, sh- I shouldn't have gone for a student's loan because you could pay and pay and pay. But because of the threat, I didn't want any trouble. So I went for the student's loan. 
Anyway, by God's grace, when he got born again, all those things he settled. But one day, something happened. And he did something to me, helped me so much. In the meantime, I'd been praying for him to get saved. I'd been praying, I was so burden, and I'd been praying for his salvation. But he did me something, he hurt me so much. And to the point that I got sick. And I was actually in hospital. That was back in uh, tech. Come and my University of Science. So I was in hospital. I was lying on the bed. And I was praying. And as I was talking to the Lord, then the Holy Spirit took my mind to this incident. He said, You see, if as you are praying for your father, the enemy wants to hinder you. And the way to do it is to cause there to be hurt in your heart. As I'm hurt, I can't pray for him. I can't pray for him. So it's not really about you. It's because of his salvation. That's why the enemy is doing that. So as I lay there, I said, Lord, help me. Help me to let it go. And as I let it go, he helped me. I recovered. And I came back home. And I began to have wisdom and to understand that sometimes as we're praying for people it's because the enemy doesn't want them to be saved so he will use the very people you are praying for to attack you when you are hurt he will stop praying for them because you pray from your heart and if your heart is hurt how are you going to pray you will just be praying from your mouth but God answers the prayer that is heart hallelujah and so I also had the opportunity to have also stopped praying for him but by God's grace he gave me knowledge he helped me I got over the head and we continued and he got saved Amen. amen we are talking about the fact that God wants us to honor our parents he wants us to honor them so who are the fathers we're talking about fathers today the dictionary says a father is somebody who is a male parent who brings up he brings up he raises and cares for people that he has given birth to hallelujah amen as we look at first timothy 5 verse 1 first timothy 5 1 first timothy 5 verse 1 paul talking to timothy a young minister of the gospel said timothy timothy even though you are the pastor over many churches when you are dealing with elders when you are dealing with those who are older than you he says don't rebuke them don't rebuke them but entreat them it's like plead with them urge them negotiate with them he says as a father so it teaches us that this is the way God expects us to relate with fathers in honoring them we are not supposed to raise your voice when you are talking to your father so a father is the one who gave birth to you 
a father is also one who raised you maybe you lost your dad or maybe your parents traveled and so they took you to live with an uncle or a guardian that person is also your father a father can also be somebody who cares for you like in a business environment your work environment your boss is like a father figure in school your teacher in the classroom is like a father figure in church our head pastor is our father figure here and the other pastors are father figures in the various groups that we have women's fellowship men's fellowship we have heads over them they are also like father figures are you getting the people who are much older than you like your father are also our fathers the bible is telling us this morning he says when you are talking to them please let your voice the volume of your voice let it be lower than their own lower the volume say i will lower the volume don't raise the volume it is not honorable it is uh, even children when you are talking to them we don't yell at them when you raise your voice usually it is because you want to reprimand them so they should notice that hey the tone has changed it means that something is not correct and that's why daddy or mommy has raised their voice so we don't have any right from the word of god to raise our voice when we are talking to our fathers when you are talking to our head pastor as an elderly person spiritually he's your father so you can't raise your voice similarly he will not also raise his voice when he's talking to you if you are much older than you bible says submit yourself one to another out of reverence for god so god balances it is somebody understanding me this morning are we getting knowledge this so as we are dealing with people who are fathers don't raise your voice when you do that it's disrespect hallelujah amen let's carry on it says entreat them plead with them so don't insist like the way the prodigal son insisted don't insist you say it he says no you try to explain he says no you are still trying it's okay leave it are you with me hallelujah amen shall we look at romans 13 verse 4 who gives fathers the authority that they are supposed to have romans 13 verse 4 i will start from verse 1 and then 4 1 and 4 he says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Some other version says authority. For there's no power. Okay, let me get another version so that we see the word authority. Verse 1, I'm reading from NIV. He says, let everyone be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. So fatherhood is established by God in the home. In the home 
that is the government the government is made up of father and mother and the father is the head of the government please do we understand so in our homes this is the system you see that some of us didn't get the opportunity to be raised and trained and guided and molded by parents either because they were not there or we rebelled against the authority and unfortunately sometimes some of these people become leaders and they have not been trained and known how to submit to authority so they don't have any example to give us if you are here and maybe your father is not there praise God that your heavenly father is there your heavenly father is there and as you have given your life to Christ he has given you a spiritual father he has given you spiritual fathers who are going to teach you how we comport ourselves so that glory and honor will be ours hallelujah so that we can set a good example so if you didn't have a father to teach you it does not matter it is not an excuse the word of god is there to teach us and to train us and to show us the way we can relate so that we will be an example hallelujah amen now let's look at verse four it says for the one in authority is God's servant for your good. The one in authority. So here we're looking at the fathers. The father who is in authority over you is in authority as God's servant for your good. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you do wrong, be afraid. For rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. So the reason why God has made them head and given them authority is to be able to guide us. To be able to lead us. Let me take us very quickly even as I bring the message to a close to Luke 11. Luke 11 verse 2 to 4. Say my life will never be the same again my life will never be the same again Luke 11 2-4 so the Holy Spirit inspired me to look at this scripture and I learned so much in here we say the Lord's prayer our father so our father in heaven is our father so our father please put your finger there and then tell me to Ephesians chapter 3 Ephesians 3 verse 14 and 15 Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 and 15 he says for this reason I knew before the father the Bible says our father who art in heaven Paul says for this reason I knew before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derive its name so the name father is coming from our heavenly father he's the first one that means that the origin of father comes from god he says he's the father from whom every family in heaven without a family there's no father the father is not head over himself so 
as once we talk about fathers then we are talking also about families without the two together it does not work so it shows that families are very important to god that is why he is the father figure with the example for us and as we look at luke chapter 11 we see the example there he says our father who art in heaven we go back to luke luke chapter 11 our father who art in heaven he said hallowed be your name we should respect the name of the lord the name father is to be respected that is why god wants us to honor because the name is god's own name and he has put it upon adam who was the first father and all who give birth to children and who father children that name upon you is a special name it's an honorable name hallelujah amen so the position of a father is not a small thing the position that you have as a father in your family is so important in god's eyes hallelujah amen because you are key you have an important role to play in the salvation of people by how you lead them god said about abraham i know abraham that he will command his children after me hallelujah amen i know abraham he will command his children after me this morning god is saying to every father here i know you who has given your life to jesus that you are going to step in the shoes of abraham because you are the seed of abraham and you also will command your children after me god puts a man and a woman together to marry so that we will have godly seed so the work of a father is not a small job it's an honorable job hallelujah amen and that's one of the reasons why he wants us to respect them so respect the position and give them that respect give them that honor amen says your kingdom come your will be done in the earth. so the kingdom of a father is his home where it is his will that is done if you go to hebrews chapter 12 it is right there hebrews chapter 12 look at what god says about fathers i'll pick it from verse 7 he says endure hardship as discipline god is treating you as his children for what children are not disciplined by their father if you are not disciplined then you are not legitimate not true sons and daughters at all verse 9 moreover we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it how much more should we submit to the father of spirits so we have had fathers and they correct us i think as they amplified that clarifies it he says they discipline us according to what they want according to what they want hallelujah amen and even that one we accept it why not god and so fathers their kingdom is their family and over there they too is their will 
that is done and they have a wife who supports them and agrees with them and helps them to bring it to pass hallelujah amen we carry on with our look as i run through and then wind up fast for us in jesus my name is somebody being blessed this morning say thank you jesus thank you lord yes he says give us each day our daily bread as the head of the home as the father god is supposed to provide us with what daily bread in the same way the father's duty is to provide the family with their daily bread once god gives you this work he'll help you Otawichi is with you. If you shake that responsibility, we say Juman if you see Nadimo before Fra. It's a one yes, sir, a Jumana. Don't do that work. One Gian Tum Sauba, yes, sir, a Jumana. Then grace will not abound to you. I don't know any Jumama. Hallelujah. Amen. I've heard Uncle Francis say many times. I can't remember. Mommy, I mean, Papa, no fear. No, I'm the father of the house. the authority to lead and to guide is because the authority to be the head is because you have work to do you are supposed to provide it's not the duty of your wife to provide she's called a helper it will be Baba Bwawa. Somebody is going to no help you. Don't leave the work for her. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. You don't do it that way. It's an error. Tell somebody sitting beside you, it's an error. Young ladies who are not yet married, I'm throwing a caution to you. If anybody comes and they say they want to marry, look, it's their duty. Open your ears well. Young ladies, are you there? They are married ladies. You will get there. When they come telling you, I love you, I love you. See whether they are paying attention to their studies. Can they look after the children? Are they working? How will they pay the bills? How will they pay the fees? How will they, how will they cope? Hallelujah. Before you say, I do, please make sure that the person is working. The person is earning money. The person is able to take good care of himself. Before you say, I do. Hallelujah. Amen. Say, Amen. On a one you are stuck and it's that is you. not your portion in Jesus. Amen. Amen. And so he says, Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. He says he's compassionate. A father needs compassion. Because children are stubborn. They are not born again. But in your home, 
by God's grace, your teaching, your training, your example, because of that, they can come to Christ. So, like the way we are stubborn children to God, and He doesn't cast us away, fathers don't cast their children away. They have compassion. Forgive us. They forgive. Hallelujah. Father, if you are here and your children are troublesome, please, the Bible has already told us that children, they are like that. Hallelujah. It's not a surprise. That's how they are. So your patience, your example, your teaching, your prayer, high priest, high priest prayer, your example will lead them to Christ. Hallelujah. May the Lord give you grace. May the Lord give you strength. Finally, the prayer continues. He says, and lead us. A father's duty is to lead. So as the fathers give instructions, as the fathers give directions, it is the children's duty to follow. One way of honoring them is when we follow their leadership. When we obey their instructions, when we do that, we are following the example and we are we are honoring them. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, and lead us not into temptation. So they protect us. They deliver us. That's the duty of a father. And that is why we need to honor him. In the mighty name of Jesus. As I bring this message to an end, I want to plead with us that God has called fathers to be head of our homes to lead to provide to deliver to do all these things with compassion and that is why we must honor them we must not talk back we must not insult them so I want to close now but when they are older and they need our support Paul instructed Timothy he says let the children who have lost their fathers take care of their mothers let it not be the duty of the church it means that children who are working and your parents now we are talking about father your father is in a position where he cannot Faint for himself. Don't pay him back. Never say, Make one shame into me. That's why you are in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, everything is new. So the new life is that we should help them. And as you are helping them, you are extending your life as you are helping them God will cause it to be even better for you it shall be well with you because you are giving it says give and it shall be given back to you good measure pressed down shaken together running over God will do it because you are caring for them let us not raise our voice let us not talk back when they talk let us respect them accord them 
see them as people who are high because God has made them high and give them all the respect that is due. The way you regard somebody who is very, very important, if you are going to give them a gift, you will not put a beautiful perfume in newspaper wrapper and wrap it. In this day and age, when nice wrapping papers are available in shops, then you, you take a black polythene bag, then you put the gift in. No. He says, go and give it to your governor and see whether he will take it. If we do that, we are disregarding them. Look at them and give them gifts that befit the position. Look at them and accord them the respect that is due them. Recognize them. Recognize them. And as we do that, the things that we see in their lives that are not right, because we are doing things God's way, when we pray, but if we are disrespecting them and then we pray for them, the prayer is just going round and round over our heads. The prayer will not go anywhere. This morning, the Lord is empowering us. This morning, the Lord is renewing us. This morning, fathers, we love you. God will help you. God will strengthen you. Forgive us where we have erred. And give us a new page. Give us a new opportunity. We shall do it right. And because you are the leaders, when we do it wrong, call us and teach us. Don't be angry with us. When you are angry, you can't do the right thing. The anger of man does not work the righteousness of God. When you are worried and you are anxious, pour your heart on the Lord. Your anxiety and your worry will only lead to the wrong conduct. You will not be an example if you do that. This morning, may the Lord bless you. This morning, may the Lord do new things in your life. This morning, may the mercy of God reach you. This morning, may the blood of Jesus cover your sin. This morning, may the blood of Jesus speak for you. And may the Lord lift you up and make you the able, good examples that he has put you over us to be. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for staying tuned into today's podcast. We hope you were blessed with today's message. You can fellowship with us, Tabernacle of Hope International, Toi at Lashibi Celebrity Heights, behind MF's estates. For prayer, counseling, or further inquiries on this ministration, contact us on 0204-448800 or 0556-2752. Worship with us on Sundays from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Wednesdays and Fridays, 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Stay blessed and stay in the atmosphere of the word. One Tohi, one happy family.